I'm Ben Easter, and you're listening to the Shift to Freedom podcast, the podcast that gives you the mindsets, strategies, tips, and tricks to live your freedom and love your life. If you're here, I suspect that you have a total badass inside you, but chances are that you haven't let it play full out yet. Maybe you've been told not to, that it's too much. Maybe you've been worried about what other people will think, or maybe you just haven't made the space to shine. If any of that sounds familiar, you've come to the right place. Each week, my co-hosts and I will be exposing the lies that keep that badass chained and, more importantly, sharing the tools to help you break free and share that most authentic you with the world. So, if you want more freedom, possibility, or courage, then I'd invite you to take a deep breath, get curious, and listen carefully for your shift to freedom. Welcome back to the Shift to Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Ben Easter, here with my lovely co-host, Paige Easter, and I guess she's my wife too. Um, today, <laughs> today we're talking about um, one of the, uh, I think, sort of hidden monsters of personal development, uh, one of the kind of secret energy drains that happens, which are tolerations. Call them tolerations. Yep. Tolerations. How do you, I think sometimes it might be helpful to make a distinction right off the bat of like tolerations versus procrastination, because I think that they can be really intertwined. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that they are pretty closely intertwined. I think procrastination can give us an idea of like some of the how to address tolerations, but, but I like to think of toleration. But the first time I kind of had this concept click for me was Thomas Leonard, uh, the founder of Coach You. And, um, and he really like in the, in that, in their process, they really talk a lot about tolerations and like, what are these mm-hmm. things that you're like, that are just like sitting on your, on your back or in the back of your mind. And you know, that mm-hmm. they are existing in your mind. And they're actually like, it's, it's crazy because they are really, they hold a lot of energy. David Allen also talks about this in his book, getting things done where he talks about like making a master to-do list. And just getting things out of your head, because what, what happens is like, we have all these things to do and you're not always aware of all of them. It's just like all of the little things, the, you know, the, all the conversations that haven't been had or the, you know, the, the mm-hmm. room that hasn't been cleaned or the stuff that's around. And it, each one of these things kind of holds a little bit of our energy because our brain is like remembering it. It's like doing this, like keeping like a tab, like a running tab of all of the things that want to get done. Yeah, exactly. And just like tabs on our computer, when there's a lot of them, it becomes difficult to find the thing that we're actually looking for. And it just feels like there's this, like something that we're missing or, you know, we're, you know, we're behind or that kind of sensation that like something's wrong and we don't exactly know what it is. And, and so what Thomas Leonard says and what I think is like a really useful thing for us to think about is how do we start to remove these tolerations from our life in such a way that we don't, we're not holding space for things Mm -hmm. that they're not really even that big a deal to get rid of. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, And so So do you think it would be fair to say that a toleration is anything that you have on your mind or maybe it's not even like you're not consciously, it's like you walk by like that front step that we have at our house that really just wants every time I walk by it, I'm like, God damn, I really got to do something about that. So like anything in our reality that we're somehow holding space for in our mind, that's a thing that we're unsatisfied about or isn't the way we want it to be or 
we believe for some reason requires our attention or is there anything else or like, would you disagree? Yeah, exactly. I think that's, I think that's a, a great way of talking about it. It's like those things that every time you pass by them, you're like, oh, that's that thing that I, <laughs> you know. Not necessarily in our physical space, like, you know, open up our email to find that one email. Oh God, there's so many emails in here. I really got to, I got to figure this out at some point. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, we're talking about it in a metaphorical sense in in the physical world, Mm -hmm. but also it's anything that when we walk by it mentally, we're like, oh, that's something that I, and usually it'll sound like I should be doing something about that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Something like that. Like, oh, that's the thing that I, I need to be doing that, or I should be doing that thing or whatever. And we've talked in another podcast about language and the importance of freeing yourself up from those should statements and all that sort of thing. And also uh, this is part of this is like, there are real genuine things that if we are holding on to them, if we are not taking, taking action on them, then we're not kind of casting a vote for ourselves as our highest and best version of ourselves. And every time we pass by that proverbial step and don't do anything about it, we, or the email or whatever the thing is, we kind of sort of damage our self image a little bit. We, we sort of take a little bit away from the version of ourselves that we ultimately believe that we really could be. And so and that's I think, where the, sh- the should comes in. Of right. Like, oh, I should do that so that I can get back into acceptance of myself or rapport with myself or back in alignment with my ideal of myself. Yeah. You know, like, or, or the, the version of me that I want to be is the one who, who handles things and takes care of things. And mm-hmm. I think this is, this is kind of related to the concept of growing up as well. I think there mm-hmm. is like, and, and sometimes like Stephen Pressfield calls this going pro. Um, there's just this, this aspect of reality where you just like, you decide that you're going to take care of the things that are important to you to take care of in your reality. Mm-hmm. And there's something so uh, both like kind of like ugh, nervous and intimidating <laughs> about that decision. And also at the same time, so liberating once you've made the decision, you're just like, yeah, you know what? I, I take care of the things that are in my reality that I'm going to take care of. And so I think that's, that's why the topic of uh, tolerations is so important. I think that's why we're like, we're exploring this and we're dedicating a podcast to it is because these, these little things, there's seemingly little things, you know, sorting the mail, you know, checking your email, like having that conversation with the friend that you, you know, kind of, it kind of rubbed you the wrong way the last time you talked and you know, there's something between you now and it's not going to be the most comfortable conversation in the world. So you're not having it, you know, it's like all those things that are like taking up bandwidth in our brains winds up creating this feeling of overwhelm, this feeling of burnout, this feeling of uh, like confusion and uncertainty. And then also it hurts like our self esteem, our self image. Mm-hmm. Totally. One of the ways you've talked about this before is like a computer with many, many, many programs running in the background. Yeah, totally. The, the brain only has so much capacity for running X number of programs. Yeah, we've only got we've only got so much RAM, right? You know, every once in a while your computer will get really slowed down because you got a lot of shit that's going on in the background. What do we do? <laughs> we need to reboot. And so I think I think of zapping tolerations as kind of re- that reboot step where it's like, all mm-hmm. right, let's just like let's just take some actions to kind of clear some of these things away. Um, you know, and I I, I think in our um, sort of in our defense, a lot of times the reasons that tolerations become tolerations is because they, they don't feel they're not the priority They're You know, we have, you know, I think like, Oh, what am I going to do today? And it's like, well, I'd much rather be working on my business. That's going to have a high 
leverage high impact result for my reality, right? And and so I'm going to take that time and I'm going to easily be able to justify taking that time. But if I were to take the time to fix that step or, you know, whatever, then it's like, oh, I know I'm going to be taking away from something that's really important. And so, so we wind up tolerating, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I want to bring back the idea of like, um, of the, the ideal version, like we were talking earlier about shoulds and it's like, I'm I'm using the word should because I'm feeling frustrated with myself and I'm wanting to compel myself to get back to the ideal. But what would you say to in a world of infinite ways to spend our time? And we also have infinite ideals. Like I wish that the thing was fixed and that thing was fixed and this wasn't a toleration and all these things. How, like, what are your thoughts on deciding what are the priorities, which of the multitude of tolerations we can't address them all. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe, <laughs> who, who knows? Maybe. I mean, maybe yeah. <laughs> who, who knows? The way that I tend to think about this and the way that I would invite you to just try on as a, as a hat is uh, values alignment. So, in values limit, it looks like a couple different things. One is like your core values, like what's important to you and how, how do you get to experience the things that are the most important to you in the world? And then what tolerations are getting in the way of you experiencing that? So that's one thing. The other it, way that this plays out, I think, is, is an identity image. So like, who do you want to be in the world? What kind of person do you want to be in the world? And then does that kind of person tolerate this? Right. And I, and I want to be, I guess we haven't made this distinction clear, but like tolerate has so many different contexts. You know, there, there's like a, a human toleration version of it. And then there's like, that's not exactly the way that I'm using it. What I mean is, you know, like, like what I just said reminded me of it. Like, I will not tolerate this kind of thing. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and that's not what we're talk- talking about. We're talking about the things like the, you know, the unfinished tasks, all of the things that just like have those minor weights on us um, that hold us off. You know, you know, I've got this soundproofing that didn't work in my office. And so now there's like a decision for me to make about this soundproofing. So it's like, okay, well, what do I do with this soundproofing and resolving that so that it's just not holding space in my reality? So what kind of person do you want to be? What is important to you in the world and how do you get to experience those things? And what is getting in the way of that? That's, that's tolerations. And then who, what kind of person do you want to be? And what does that person take care of in their reality? You know? And so, so there's that piece. And then the other piece of this to understand is that like it it is a, it's not a zero sum game. It's not all or nothing. Right. So every toleration that we get rid of frees us up a little bit. Every time we just do that little thing and you know, to just take care of it, handle it, whatever it is, file the taxes, get the oil change, whatever the thing is, right? Every time we do that, we A, remove that thing from the list. So we're no longer like holding space for that in our processing power. But also we prove to ourselves that we're the kind of person who takes care of that thing. And we cast a vote for that version of ourselves that takes care of that thing. And so I think that's a really useful way for me to think about tolerations. This isn't like, a light switch. It's not all or nothing. It's not like you either handle all these things or you don't. It's that every time we do, we get a little bit closer. We get a little bit closer. We get a little, the, the room gets a little cleaner. The, you know, the, the space in our minds gets a little cleaner. I think that's really a way to think about it is like, we're cleaning up, not just our, our physical space. We're cleaning up our, our mental space. Yeah. When totally. we're tolerations. So that we have tolerations that feels really clear. 
it feels really relatable. What is to be done about this? Like what's then what? Yeah. I I mentioned this earlier. I think that one of the most effective ways that we can start to approach this is to just get them out of our head and onto paper, onto a document somewhere, something that is not your brain holding on to these tolerations. I think the number one thing that we can do is to just write them down or type them out or audio record them if that's your thing. But like, what are the things and so that you can have a list that you can refer back to and look at and remember. Okay. I I do think it can be useful to, because there's like the, there's like the priorities that we're doing on a regular basis for me, because this is like back to the David Allen, I mentioned this earlier, the get, get things done strategy where you, he creates a master to-do list, a master thought dump. Now that can get a little overwhelming for me. If all of my tasks and everything there is to do on is on one paper somewhere, then the looking at that paper can sometimes feel like, oh, what's what's going on over there? So I would rather have my high priority things somewhere else and then my tolerations list somewhere that I can refer back to to kind of like, oh, right, pull just a toleration off. On a, on a Saturday afternoon, I can just get, get excited and zap some tolerations, right? Rather than like thinking of like what, what my work is or the most important connections for me to make in my life or those, those kinds of things. I like to, in my mind, I like to separate those two things out. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So getting them out of your head is, is the first thing I think. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I think can be really useful for the tolerations is to actually get really clear on in your mind what is stopping you from doing that thing. Because the, you know, the boogeyman can't exist, but in the dark. And so like, if we can, if we can actually look at what the task is going to take or like what, usually it's, it's decisions. It's, it's hard decisions or some sort of effort that we don't know how to make, or we're not clear. This goes back to the procrastination thing. Now it's like, okay, now we have a a kind of a model for when we have the tolerations, what we're tolerating, right? We can run the procrastination model on them and see like, do we know how to do it? Do we believe it's possible for us to do it? And is it in values alignment for us? And that goes back to the question you were asking before, like, well, we're not going to zap all of the tolerations. So, you know, which ones do we attack? Which ones do we tolerate handle? Right. And I'd say like, well, which ones are in values alignment? Which ones are actually blocking you from experiencing the world that you want to experience? Yeah. I would think of it as like, which are the ones that are costing me the most energetic resources to be like, frustrated about worrying about like, okay. And I think like in, there's like time is also an impact too. Like if it's only been a couple of days, it's really not that big of a toleration, but at some point it's been like a couple of weeks, even months. And then it feels like, all right, this is starting to get urgent. It was really wants to get addressed. Yeah. And, and really like remembering that it's, it's, yeah, it's time to completion, but it's about the amount of these things that are on our plate. Because mm. each one of them is a program that's taking up bandwidth. It's taking up energetic resources from us. Yeah, right. Totally. And so, so whether it's been a week or it's you know, 10 weeks or it's two years, it's like, well, how many of these things are we holding on to? Because each one of them is taking up like a piece of the pie that we have, so to speak. And it's like when you're, and when you're starting to feel really overwhelmed, really burdened, really like there's like too much, like this, this just happened to me 
this this week when I came back from that <laughs> that intensive with my coach. And I'm like, oh shit, there's so many things to do, and there's like all these things on my plate, and everything's happening, and everything's blah, and I'm feeling like completely overwhelmed, right? And so then we go on that walk and we like process, kind of like, all right, what are the things that are like the the low hanging fruit? What are the, like the things that I'm tolerating that I, I I don't have to tolerate? I can just like handle them. I can take some kind of action, and that action might be like actually doing something and like like completing a task or that action might be hiring somebody to, to come and do, do a part that like, cause that was a toleration for me, that design piece of that website, that was a toleration for me. Right. And so for me to just like say, make the decision that I'm going to hire somebody to do that design, all of a sudden I'm not tolerating that anymore. And woof, like I, I get light afterwards. Right. Because that was a big burden on me that I wasn't even super clear on why I was burdened by that. But it was because there was a part of it that was out of values alignment for me, out of skill for me, and still something that I really wanted to have happen. So it was blocking something that was that was in values alignment for me. Yeah. So I think one way that we could look at this is we are all always on some kind of a path to actualizing ourselves, And there are things that we want to do and accomplish in the world. And all of that is in alignment with our values. And so for you being helping other people is a high value. So that means the business wants a lot of attention. And, and so then figuring out like the frustration and the toleration for you is when you start feeling like maybe you can't have the impact that you want because there are so many things blocking you. And then it's time to just sit down, figure it out, get some stuff off the plate, either let it go, pay for it, or just like sit down and knock it out or create a plan, partner with somebody, like whatever it takes to just keep the ball rolling towards whatever your path to self-actualization is. Totally. And it might be, and it might be a, a transformation that you go through as a person. You know what I mean? I, I remember, I remember starting this business and like, cause this is my eighth business, but I wouldn't say that in any of the other businesses I had really gone pro. I took action. I created revenue. I created business from them, but this is the first business where I was like, you know what? I am going to show up for this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be the version of me that handles this business all the time. So when emails come in, that's the filter that I run it through. I used to have, you know, my personal email was like crazy for so long until I started this business. And then I got on purpose. And then actually like what happened was <laughs> it actually spilled over into my personal life and my personal email. And now my personal email is really clean as well is because like I became the kind of person who just like handles the email. When it comes in, I take care of it. I like, I keep, in communication with the people that I want to be in communication with. And then I like just totally don't care at all when people reach out to me and I didn't ask them to, if it's not something that I'm interested in, I just could release it from my plate. Right. And so uh, becoming that kind of person, making that kind of transformation, you know what I mean? That is, or, or like your relationship with chores is another way. It's like, are you the kind of person who just like takes care of your chores? You know what I mean? Like that does the cleaning because you like the house to be cleaned or, you know, that gets the gas in the car or that gets the oil chains. Are you like, are you the kind of person who just does that stuff so that it never builds up? Right. Or are you the kind of person who puts things off? And, and that's, again, it's, it's a, it's a personal choice, but this is one of the ways that we can think about handling. Yeah. It is kind of a qualitatively different experience for me to notice when the tank is at like a quarter tank and just go and take care of it versus when the engine light is like, you're going to run 20 miles to go. And I'm like, shit, I got stuff to do. I actually don't have time to go get gas. Like this doesn't even work for me. 
Right. And that, I love yeah. that because that's a beautiful metaphor for what we're talking about with tolerations in general, yeah. right? It's like, it's a, it's that thing that like, look, it's going to take you the same amount of time, whether you do it when the engine light is on or whether you exactly, do it, when, yeah. <laughs> when, you know, when you've got, still got a quarter <laughs> tank left. Right. But when the, and cause this is what happens. You, we never know what's going to come up yeah. right in the world. So we don't know when that engine light comes on, if that's going to be the time when we're, when we're really going to have to drop everything else to go get gas. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think, and I think this is part of what's happening for tolerations is that there's a part of our brain that knows that we can't plan for the future. And so when we start to have like a lot of things that we're just sort of putting off or like not taking action on or whatever, like walking by and being like, Oh, that's a thing. Right. That we start to like get, get that overwhelmed feeling. And then we'll start to, and at its extreme, there's like a shutdown that happens. That's like part mm -hmm. of, I think what happened with me this like on Sunday where I'm mm -hmm. like sleeping 18 of the hours of the day is because I think like mm -hmm. my brain is just trying to maintain all of that stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, and so that's like the, the ultimate consequence of it. So that's why I think it's really useful to, to keep that list and then to just look at it every once in a while, you know, take a second. Cause a lot of the tolerations, like we're talking sorting the mail, that one, how long does that take really to look at, to read through the mail and make decisions on the mail? Nah, not really that long, right? Is it the most fun thing minutes. in the world? No, yeah, yeah, but it's a couple minutes. But if we take that couple minutes and we invest it in doing that, now that's a toleration that's off of our plate. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's that's one way of looking at these things that can be really resourceful is to just like is just like have the list and then every once in a while go grab something off that list. If you do one a week and pull one of your tolerations off a week, mm -hmm. you'll feel amazing. Totally. <laughs> Yeah. I think there's another benefit to creating a list of tolerations, which is when you revisit it, because we did this a couple of years ago when I was enrolled in Cochio and we were going through the Cochio content mm -hmm. and we both sat down and we wrote a list of tolerations and then we walked away from it. We didn't even make a plan. Yeah. And then we somehow, some way we picked up those papers and we started looking through it and we were like, wow, look at all these things that we got off our top. Like they're happening anyway. Right. And noticing them is really great and putting the list, but then the list gave us an ex like a way to go back and gives ourselves credit for being so in alignment oh, for taking nice. care of ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I was, cause I love that last part where it's like, it actually helps to make the identity meaning to see the things mm -hmm. cross off the list. Uh, this yeah. is why a lot of times people who, who really like checks, checklists, they'll like take write down something that they already did and then check it off. But that's <laughs> nice. Cause it's like giving us the sense that we did something and it's helping us to build that self image. Um, yeah. but the other thing that I was going to say about what you're, you're talking about is like, this is the power of writing things down. This is the power of writing down goals. Mm -hmm. It is amazing to me how often you write down a goal. And then even if you never, ever go back and look at it until you find it again, years later, and you're like, holy shit, I, I was just going through an old notebook and I had a whole bunch of goals written in that notebook. And I was like, holy shit. Cause when I wrote those things in that notebook, I was like, there, there was like, there's no way I, I there's no way I'm going to ever. And then I go back to that notebook. I just found it. I was like leafing through it. And I was like, holy shit, like three quarters of these things are already accomplished in my life. Like I'm the person who is already and and the big ones that I, I was like, no way is that ever going to be true. I remember, man, it, was, it was when I was in grad school. I remember one of the goals was like, like $8,000 a month or something like that in revenue. And I, I just remember being like, yeah, I don't know. I might be a little ambitious. <laughs> this is funny to think about that. Uh, but yeah, so that's the power of like writing things down. And I think that's like something that we can use. We, 
we use it in goal setting, and I think it's pretty commonly talked about in goal setting, but I think using it in tolerations is also another way that we can just like activate a power of the subconscious mind to put something down on paper. I, I heard someone say that's why it's called spelling, because you're like casting spells when you write things oh, down. Oh, cool. I like yeah. that. Um, yeah, I, I really I like that that model. Um, but then we just have this thing. And, and then you also get the added bonus of like remembering that you're the kind of person who checks off these tolerations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. Cool. Anything else to, to add to the conversation of tolerations page? Um, I just had a little note here around, you know, as we're talking about computers and programs running in the background, I think of tolerations and taking the time to sit down and notice them is something along the lines of system maintenance. At some mm. point, it just gets clogged up and then, you know, we just either make a plan to do it once a month or remember what it feels like when things start to get clogged up to sit down. All right, cool. I'm just going to put down everything that's on my mind, get it on one list. And for me, I was just writing down a list of tolerations yesterday and I found that as overwhelmed as I was feeling in my mind, there weren't that many things on the list. Yeah. It wasn't that, ex- and even some of them were like, oh, do the dishes. And it's like, well, you know, actually I've been doing a pretty good job of seeing on the dishes. Like maybe that's not really a toleration. Maybe that's something that I'm already maintaining. I can just take that off the list and focus on something that like is something like email for me right now is one. It's time to get in there and just clean it up because it's been a while. Yeah. And I, and I love that, that process of, and so you're thinking of it as like systems maintenance. I sometimes think of it as, uh, like house maintenance. Like you're, you know, you, like just like you clean your house and you might clean your house, but then also every periodically you'll deep clean your house because it, mm. it feels really good to do like a spring cleaning and to like get all the corners and, you know, the floorboards and the, the crown moldings and all the, pl- all the different places that you don't <laughs> always think to do. Right. Um, to like go through and intentionally systematically clean those things out. And man, doesn't it feel good to just be in a really clean house. Right. And so this is kind of what we're doing with the tolerations list is in the practice of tolerations is that we're going through and we're like cleaning house. We're pulling the things out and then we're like starting to just like tackle them. By the way, the other cool thing that you mentioned is that sometimes just getting them out of your head, you can be like, Oh, that's actually not that hard to do. I can just Mm -hmm. like, I can just like handle that. And you might feel inspired just writing the list down. You might notice that you get a little inspiration to go like take care of some things because they're now present in your mind and aware. And you, you start to, as you write the list, you start to imagine yourself doing it. And then we're building a relationship with the version of ourselves. that's already. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Cool. All right. Great conversation page. Uh, for all you listening out there, I hope that you create your tolerations list so that you can start to Live your freedom and love your life. Thanks so much for listening to the Shift to Freedom podcast. If you want to get the most out of your time here, think about this. What's the one thing from this episode that resonated the most for you? Asking that simple question can help anchor in your insights and remember who you want to be. If there was even a single thought in today's episode that helps you to become even 1% more free, then we are thrilled. If so, would you do us a favor? We're on a mission to spread the message of freedom and we could use your help. See, the algorithms love it when we get reviews, shares, comments, and likes, and then that helps other people like you to find the podcast and just maybe change their lives. So if you like what we're doing and you want to generate some positive karma for the day, please write us a review wherever you get your podcast love. See you next week. And in the meantime, live your freedom and love your life.